That's not a joke. Ma- that's not, ma'am. That's not. Time. That's not. A, that's not a joke. That is. That is true. Black men do not cheat. I don't know where this. Right. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just definitely sa- debate that another day. But I mean, I'm I d- think it's not our turn. Take over that. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, we we can we we can agree on this. Black men, black black boys cheat. Black men don't. Ooh ooh, that's a bar right that's there. That's debatable. That that's a bar I'm right sorry there. Sorry for that in the background. That is a bar right there. That is a bar right there. Okay, so I'll, can we, okay, what we, did you say? I said that is a bar right there. That is that is a quote. Can we can? Okay, so we can have this debate. Who do you think cheats more, black men or black women? Definitely black men. Definitely. You always see. I personally see black men with all these types of baby mamas. But the baby mamas are trying to stay down. And the black men just can't get it together. Okay. We're trying I, to hold y'all down. You know, I'm not. You know, what do you think? I, I said that. And I was going to try to build a case of optimism for my brothers. And then I really thought about it. And I was like, no, nah, I, just, I just dug a hole with that question. That was... That wasn't smart. That that was that was that was okay. Maybe next question. Yeah. By the way, we are recording right now. I forgot to tell you that. Um, let me just do introduction. Okay. <laughs> welcome to no the. Worries. I don't care. Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Shout out to everybody who's a part of the mob. Shout out to everybody who simply has just terrible taste in recreational listening activity and turns to me. Um, I have a guest here by the name of Queen, aka Knopf, aka the chocolate version of Cardi B, except with actually with actually an attractive face. Um, Queen, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, thank you. And by the way, that is no knock to Queen to Cardi B. I do love her music, you know, but you know. Matter of fact And my name is Nafia Muhammad, just for more clarification for you. Because I know most people I don't put my name on my social media. So people just call me Queen, but my name is Nafia Mohammed. Out of curiosity, your last name, are you of, because um, the Mohammed, I guess, it's an Arabic name. Are you from, your parents are from a different country or? Um, Actually, um, so my parents are from Chicago, but when I, before I was born, actually, my dad converted to be Muslim and um, that's how I ended up the last name Mohammed and my um, name. My first name is Arabic, and it means the final blessing. Oh wow! That is that that is such <laughs> yes. a that is such a. You have to live up to a lot with a name like that. The final blessing. Definitely. <laughs> that is dope. So, is there a way where you can like take that name? And when you, do you speak Arabic? I don't. I wish I did, but unfortunately, I mean, I, I could, but. I just haven't gone around to that. <laughs> I mean, you could act. You could actually have a that could actually turn into like a very dope legacy kid name. Like if you had your name Nafid and then you had another kid, and it was like the secondary final blessing or the third final <laughs> blessing. That I mean, like there's a way you could like freak that and it'd be like a hella dope name. Like, like right, keep it going. So to give you guys some clar- sure. to give you guys some clarification, I found that about I followed it like the last month on Twitter. Uh, she she's always like just put like she'd always do these do these funny retweets. I like these tweets. Um, as you guys could tell, the last debate we were having is because the she put up a very, very um, debatable photo up on our Instagram story about that basically insinuated that black women do not engage in recreational activities outside of the outside of the relationship that they don't cheat at all. And I was like, Nah, I don't know about that. I wasn't sure. And um, you know, debatable. it is debatable. I mean, um. Uh, I was what I'm gonna say to bounce back to that. I don't. I, I'm not gonna say that black men cheat more than black women, but I do think all jokes aside, I do think that women do cheat a lot more than is talked about in Tyler Perry films or that that Oprah Oprah talks about. Like y'all are just more. I don't know if it's sneakier or if we just we just don't expect no, it. No, that's the worst. <laughs> We're just smarter. Like men, if they're gonna cheat, it's gonna be blatantly right in front of your face. But women. We're definitely sneakier and smarter with the way we move. Yeah, yeah, dude. Woodshe, Woodshe with a girl who work at who work at Denny's like fifteen minutes up the street, versus y'all. Y'all have a guy who's like, you stay in Scottsdale. He might stay in. in uh, what's that? Where's that damn mall at? We used to go to. What's it, Chandler? Chandler. Chandler Mill. 
Yeah, Chandler, Chandler. Somewhere where you have to get on the I on the interstate to get to him or something like that. Or it'll be somebody you don't expect to. That'll be the thing too. No, really though, women it definitely we have I think women have it's easier for women to have more options. Mm. If that makes sense. It is. It is. It is. I was just talking about that, about how every woman, and tell me if this is true, because that's one of the reasons I do want to have a woman on the podcast is to kind of tell me when I'm just saying some shit and you're like, no, nigga, you don't know what the Uh fuck you're talking about. (laughs) I'm here to answer. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Be a queen. This is the the blessing that we needed, the final blessing to be exact. So (laughs) we are, I was saying on my last episode of the podcast about how me and this dude, we at work, we were just talking about just women just chasing girls. And I was telling him how my biggest fear is to come off as being thirsty because with every girl I've ever saw, I don't care if it's the prettiest girl, I don't care. She's pretty, got the prettiest face, the baddest body, got all her teeth, everything. There's always there's always a guy that she's chasing after that don't give a fuck about her at the at the least at all, like totally at all. I right. say, but but then the catch about mm-hmm. that is, but then the catch about that is, you'll be chasing her. She don't care about you. But then there's a girl right behind you who you're not paying attention to at all, and for whatever reason, she loves you for some reason, but she's not fucking with you. But then there's a guy who wants her so bad, and he might just be a little bit, a little bit more uglier than you. She is just something. I was like, it's weird that like how it feels like it's in this weird rotational wheel of like you want something that you can't get. You know what I mean? Now you feel like that's true. Yeah, women definitely do that for sure. No, I definitely agree because. I like I've even been there myself like you know that person doesn't want you but you, you always want things that you can't have mm-hmm. like but and then again in our heart we know that, that that's not right, right for us and we know that there's somebody that is right for us I don't it just our heart doesn't want that the heart you listen to your heart before anything I don't, I don't know because I feel like if you think with your heart I think the person who usually wants you is the person that would treat you better versus I think the one that you usually okay. want I, versus I think the one that you usually want, that person, you're probably more sexually attracted to more than actually like emotionally attracted to. Definitely. Yeah, you definitely. It's, the, it's usually the person that you don't want that you have to really get to know because they don't stand out to you physically like you just said. So, of course, you're going to be attracted to the I don't know the right word more attractive person <laughs> so, right off that so as we record this right now is there a man under 5 foot 4 who doesn't have waves who does not look good who's following you right now who's fr- who you friend zone is he, is he going to be listening to this thinking yeah yeah she knows what's going on Absolutely not. <laughs> like, okay, no. hey, 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 you know, you never, you never, hey, I'm just saying. No. For those who don't know who this woman, because <laughs> for those, I'm not just saying this just to be nice because she's on the podcast. This is actually a very beautiful woman. So I know there's at least a, a line of a, like 11 dudes who tried to shoot their shot and they're still bringing her candy gifts. That's the funny thing about it. The one you never want, every every holiday, they always bring you gifts. Somehow they always think about you when they go to the movie theaters and get an extra ticket. But like the one that you don't want, yeah, the one that you do want, the one that you really want, they at best think about you every six months. <laughs> you might get it. You might get it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I just feel like our timing is like. No, it's good. It's no, no, it's good. I like that because you, you, this it's hard to do it with a guest who's not engaging. So I like that. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't even. I lost my train of thought. I'm I'm following what you're saying. Oh, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 in, it's interesting how that dynamic works, and it's especially nowadays because now, broken record, everybody says this, but like now with social media, it's kind of weird. Like I'm always scared of like getting put on Front Street. You know what I mean? You're you're um, afraid to do what? Like get put on Front Street, like. My worst fear is to be that dude who like texts a girl and she ain't messing with me. Then I text her a second text and she screenshots that and puts it on Snapchat or Instagram and is like, "Bro, look how thirsty this nigga is." That's corny to me. She, hey, that's hey. that's definitely corny on the woman's side. But I will say, if you continuously are texting someone after the third text, get it up, like for real. Because <laughs> uh, then that is that is just a. 
like maybe she's not saying to you, but that's just a given. Like you should just know to move on to the next. I'm not responding for a reason because if I wanted to, I would have responded. But I will say it's kind of hard because a lot of us, I I think that's common sense now. But a lot of us, you know, a lot of us grew up under. I don't know who you are, but a lot of us, I'm a 90s baby, so a lot of us grew up watching those films where, you know, the guy would talk, try to be working with her, he'd leave her rose and leave her flowers, leave her candy, and uh-huh. granted, in real life, you realize that that shit is creepy, and, and it never works unless she really <laughs> likes you, but right, it's 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 one of those things where, I, I don't know, like, I... I, it's hard for me to really judge dudes because I'm, I'm I'm telling I'm telling you I'm coming from the place of now of telling you that now like I know that now but when I was young when I was 17 16 oh yeah I was I was corny I, I had all my little J Cole esque poems to to bring women and shit I was I used to I used to get in my bag I was like hey yo baby you summertime fine sex with you was like is kissing to- oh, chocolate no. oh bro 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 don't hate bro don't hate bro don't hate. But, it, but, I, but let me tell you something. Oh, nigga, let me excuse my. I didn't mean to call you nigga, but nigga, let me tell you something. Nigga, not once, not once, not once, not once. I I'll keep one hundred with you. Not once. I ain't get. A, I ain't get. A, I love you. The most I might get is a LOL. That LOL you get. When you tweet. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's that's that LOL not hit with red. That's you. <laughs> the LOL, the LOL is worse because I mean that's that's when you get an LOL when a, when somebody sends you an LOL after you done poured your heart out. Hey girl, you know I love you. The epitome of beauty. You the vision of what I like. You when when you first when you first uh when you first uh hit hit me back was on uh, about that Brent Fias topic. You think Brent Fias Brent Fias Brent Fias the the shit that he says in songs you can never say to a woman in real life and it will work. I I can't see it happening. It is beautiful lyrics. I mean, you have to be with that nigga. Like, you can't just be a random dude off the street whispering in my ear some corny lines. But if you're my man, it's definitely attractive. Like, I wouldn't mind at all. Especially if it's Brent. Speaking of which, and this is where our we had our conversation. And for those who do not know, I am a really, really, this is the only other grown man on the face of the earth that I will say I'm a fan of. I love this man's music. Like, No, I literally, like, when I tell you, I don't really, like, get into artists that much. Like, I definitely love music, like, period. But I don't really invest myself into artists because I just think they're normal people like us. But I am the biggest fan. Like maybe behind you, I don't know. They were equal, but yeah, the fan base is there. Well, he he just it's because like like I said in the podcast, and I I don't want to kiss this man's nuts for a whole episode, but it's just he he, <laughs> he makes he makes bro he makes no homo, but he like he makes music. <laughs> he just makes yeah yeah that, that 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 was a bit extreme. I understand, but he like he 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 just makes music that is just I don't I don't know if it's it's some great music like uh. People wouldn't understand. He he says shit that's so simple, but at the same time, he says it in a poetic way. Like, when I got, I said this on the video, in this video I did on Twitter a long time ago. Like, then that song "Stay Down" when he says, "Like, girl, you the vision of what I like." I don't I don't know why that bar hurt hurt me hits me so hard. Like, girl, you the that shit is just so heavy to me. Like, girl, you the vision of what. If somebody I, told me that that would definitely hit different. Like, <laughs> okay, so okay, so let me just verify. The very last man that you saw at Walgreens is there. They don't have Walgreens in Arizona, do they? I don't think so. They do. Okay, no, we'll we'll do it better. The very last man that you saw at Raising Cane's in Tempe, Arizona, if he told you that while handling you handing you your box of chicken fingers, and he said, "Girl, you the vision of what I like," would you give him the number? I would honestly, I'd be very flattered. But <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't be rude. I would say thank you. I will say. I will say this. Anytime a woman says I'm flattered to you, that usually means she's not fucking with you. I just be just be. Let, for for, for, for all my guys, let you know when she's. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Whenever when she says when she whenever a woman says I'm flattered, it never it's never followed. I'm flattered, and I would. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, what you doing? It's, that never follows. Well, flatters it, but usually follows. I'm flattered, but I'm just doing me. I'm flattered, but I got a man, so 
I'm flattered. Oh, I'm kind of seeing someone. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's just being real. You got it. It's a. It's a very. It's a very. That was weird about that. Now that I think about it is when you're at the level of like a. How famous would you say Brent Fires is? I don't think he gets the recognition he deserves, but I think eventually he will. So I would think he is. Mm, I don't know because I I know a lot of people still don't know about him, but then again, a lot of people are starting to. So I would say he's definitely in the middle. Do you think that when you're at that? I don't, I don't know. When you think you're at that middle level, like. Okay, this is this is first off. Anybody who's a fan of Brent Fires, do not take offense to what I'm about to say. Do not take offense to what I'm about to say. Just want to verify. Just want to. Do you think you would talk to somebody who looked like Brent Fires if he couldn't sing? If he was just a dude who was working at Denny's and he came to serve your table, and you just looked up and he said, "Hey, what's up?" Yes. Hmm. Cause the beard. And the long hair is my type. <laughs> you live in the hottest state in the country, and you want a man with a beard. That is hilarious to me. But absolutely. But he, <laughs> I don't know. Like when I look, when I look at him, when I, when I first looked at him, I thought he looked like a fish. But then I heard him sing, and I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh lord. Okay. Let me explain. I, I think <laughs> maybe his his. Okay, he's from the DMV, so he definitely. I can't even get my eyes the features that I like. Big lips, uh, beard, hair, nice hair. I like the braids. He looks so, good with the and braids. He's tall, the so. braid the braids the braids yeah. is his vibe though. I will say the braids the braids exactly. have they add a, a a better level of symmetry to his to his uh to his face. Mm-hmm. It, it it definitely helps. Yep, and I yeah, he's I think he regardless of his music, he is a J nigga. He's still fine. That will not be taken away from him. Okay, I respect it. Man, listen, okay, now I know where the landlines are. Okay, <laughs> but I, don't know, I just, I was just was wondering. Like, I, I see where I live at now. I live in, uh, I would give all my personal. I live in Northern California, and the rappers that you see, like the R and B rappers who see here, you see here, like who kind of like at the mid level, kind of where Brent Fires is at, maybe a little bit lower. You already see that, like mm-hmm. in the dating world. They have a totally different, um, I don't know how to say this, like a, I don't want to say picking pool. or more. I get of a, what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's like a different experience. Like their experience is more just a girl DMing them and they're like, okay, what's up, come F. Versus with that girl, if I'm trying to mess with her, I have to low-key low put in a little bit of work. So it's like, I wonder, you know what I mean? Like I wonder, I don't know, like when you, when I Are was, you asking a question or are you just dating just kind of like vexing, kind of like uh, trying to get it out. I'm trying. I, if it becomes a question, I don't know if it's going to become a question, but I don't know. It's kind of like I've always. I I, I think it kind of goes back to what you said earlier, and I kind of got lost in the point. Women usually have more options than men. It's usually more easier for women to cheat on men, cheat than men. And I do think that when you get to uh-huh. a level of fame, I think that's when you first kind of see what it's like to kind of be a woman to an extent. When you just have people sending you like pick after pick after pick like or you know what i mean yeah i mean some women are really like that like i personally like i'm not gonna go after a guy just because he has money like i don't think i'm gonna settle for that but i know some women do like they really do not care about anything else besides that bag like i promise you Mm. and it's just easy because like, pussy is power. I'm sorry that it is bottom line. Pussy is power, and and pretty privilege is definitely a real thing. It is like it is. Yeah, definitely. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but my point were pretty privilege is real, and pussy is power. It is. It is. There actually is a song. Uh, you probably never heard of this song. Huh? They said there actually is a song by this woman named Valesca. No, it's by Valesca Popuza, and she says, in the, oh, the, "I'm way off." Yeah, <laughs> 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 like four countries away. 
<laughs> you, you know what's funny about that? Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. Where, where, where in Arizona are you from? You're like breaking up a little bit, but you said where am I at in Arizona? No, where are you? Like, where are you from? Not where you at, but where are you, are you from Phoenix? I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, so I went to AS, I went to ASU. I stayed in the dorms in Tempe called Villas at Vista del Sol. We, I used mm-hmm. to, I used to work, uh, I met YG when we used to bounce at this, I used to work as a bouncer at this nightclub in, uh, Scottsdale called Red Revolver Lounge. It's right across the street from Wasted mm-hmm. Grain. You know what I'm talking about? Where? It's called Red Revolver Lounge. It's right across the street from Wasted Grain in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, you're breaking up. Damn it. Okay, hold on. Damn it. Uh, can you hear me better now? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello. Ah, yeah, damn. I can hear you. Okay. Oh, I was about to get so freaking mad. Okay, so um, <laughs> but the uh, I used to work at this nightclub in in Scottsdale called Red Revolver Lounge. It's right across the street from Wasted Grain. Have you ever been there? I haven't. I'm not even familiar. When did you go to ASU? I went to ASU from 2014 to 2016. Yeah, it was uh. That's crazy. What are the odds that you went to ASU? <laughs> yeah, man, I, and God. And I'm from Phoenix. Yeah, and God fucking knows I miss it so much, man. Oh my God, I yeah. You miss Arizona? Yes. Oh my God, yes. Why? I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you just <laughs> I'm not getting the reminisce. Because man, it's like my experience of Arizona was a little bit different because I went there and I went to college. And so I kind of look at it with mm-hmm. rose colored. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I look at it with kind of rose colored glasses, like all the nice party, and we used to always go to Mill Ave and shit. Like, and then on top of that, when I was mm-hmm. out there, I worked at the nightclub, so people used to always fuck with me because I was always a bouncer and shit out there. Like, it was just was, it was amazing, man. I used to, we used to go to Hive. We used to go to Hive. Yeah, honestly. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. If I wasn't from Arizona. Arizona would be a great place to live, but since I literally know, really, you leaving Arizona? Mhm. Mhm. And you're going to LA? Yep. And you? No, I'm not. I'm going to school in North Carolina. Okay, good shit. Good shit. Mhm. And you're going to let me see, let me guess what your major is. I'm, I'm gonna try to guess your major. Um, okay, go ahead. Let me think. You're going to North Carolina, so I'm going to assume you're a fan of the baby, and he likes nurses, so I'm going to say nurse. Negative. Okay. My mom is a nurse. Bro, see, but see, uh, it's in your genes, though. See, I, I was, look how, <laughs> bro, look how, look how. You're close. Yeah, okay, um, dermatologist. No, think outside the box of a like major not outside the box really, but you don't really see women doing it um outside the box an assassin i'm sorry an assassin assassin mm-hmm. i mean you said think outside the box i gotta see how far outside the box this <laughs> is you want me to just tell you or are you done guessing i'm gonna let me get one more guess um, okay. radiologist. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. What is it? I'm, I'm, what is it? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be majoring in broadcasting and journalism. Bro, what the? So. Why did you? I want to be a, um, either a sports broadcaster or just like a, Wherever I can get a job as a broadcaster, but eventually I want to be on TV. Talking. <laughs> you got a good voice for it. You got About. a good. You got a good voice and a good delivery. Yeah, I, I yeah. would hope so. I mean, a lot of people tell me that they can see me doing it, so I can see it. That yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for sure. You got a good look. You got a good delivery. So yeah, I can see it happening for sure. I mean, <laughs> That's because that's yeah, what. Hopefully, you see me in the next five to six years. I'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, I, 
I actually went to that's what I kind of went to ASU. I went to ASU for mass media communications, so I wanted to do that. But then I ended up switching to linguistics because I, I figured out I liked languages, so that ended up switching to that. But that's mm. what's up, man. I can, you can see make more money when you are when you know um, more languages for sure. Yeah, I mean, but I, I kind of it, that's that's a long story. I'll get into that later. But but you know you do, okay. you, but you, you you'll do no, but you'll do good out there. I mean, you, man, they gonna, oh man, they gonna love you out there. You gonna get pregnant out there. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm moving um, on Wednesday. It, it, also, my school's at HBCU, and then I will be playing volleyball. Oh That's yeah. That's also what most people don't know about me. I play volleyball. Oh yeah, no, nah, yeah, you, yeah. You gonna have to be careful. Yeah, you want me to send you a chastity belt? <laughs> a what? A chastity belt. <laughs> I. No. I will tell you that I, 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 I'm saying that I'm saying that, and what I'm about to say is very controversial. But I'm just going to say it: Black people from California and Black people from like the Western, more West that you go, we're generally speaking way more attractive than Black people from down south. So trust me, when you go out there, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I know. I've already gotten a little taste of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna go out there. I went down there um, for their homecoming this year. It was different for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah, Shoot. I'm very excited. Like this is exactly what I need. Like Arizona is just—it's a great place to live. Like don't get me wrong, but it's just not—it's very—it's lacking in culture, and that's what I've been missing like my whole life. I think, and of course I've gotten that through my parents, like my sisters, but living in like a more diverse and with more culture. Or with more diversity and more culture, will be different and better for me personally. When you say culture, like growing up there, do you feel like? Because I'll be honest with you, when I was out there, I hardly ever went to Phoenix. I always kicked it in Tempe, Scottsdale. I I, I probably went to Phoenix yeah. all, all of like ten times. But okay, so what? What it's hard to explain is like. I know you've been to Tempe, of course, but, like, Phoenix is, like, I consider Tempe and Phoenix because Tempe is, I live, like, five minutes from Phoenix, or Tempe, so it's, like, I grew up in Tempe, but I'm from Phoenix, <laughs> not explain it, mm-hmm. but Tempe's not far, like, from, it's in the middle of everything, and I grew up in a place called Awatuki, and that's inside of Phoenix. And Awatuki <laughs> is literally like one exit away from Tempe. <laughs> I literally just repeated myself like five times. It's, it's not <laughs> bad. It's, it's just the name. It's just the name Awatuki. That's. Oh yeah, Awatuki. <laughs> but uh, do you feel like growing up in Phoenix, you don't get like the um, like um. Like growing up and being growing up black in Phoenix, do you feel like you lose out on connecting with your culture a little bit growing up out there, or? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because I. Uh, I grew up moving. From what I've seen, I think. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just from what I've seen, but I think that I'll have more of a opinion and be able to back it up when I move. But just like, it's just, I know it's completely different. Like, just everything is different. So, we can get back on that conversation when I actually can back it up. (laughs) I mean, I kind of of went through something. I, I grew up moving around a lot. I lived in California, I lived in Atlanta, I lived in Alabama growing up, and I remember when I moved from California to Alabama, I was 15, and I just remember when I went to Alabama, I saw more black people than I ever saw in my entire life, and granted, before then, when I was in California, no, in in Alabama, I went to Alabama first before I moved to Atlanta, but I, I remember when I was out there, I just kept thinking, like, that was the only place that, Alabama was the first place I moved at where everybody was either white or black. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard because when you go to when you go to different states, you kind of realize that like black people were kind of like even when you go just three or four or five states over, our cultures are different. Like, 
where you where I'm at, like where my family's from, mostly from the Bay Area. I live I live close to the Bay Area now. You know, we're on E forty, we're on Mac Dre, we're on um SOB by R B. Some of these people I don't know if you know who they are. Or um Zay no, yeah, I do. Okay, like Zay Bangs and Mozzie. Versus when you go down south, they listening to NBA Youngboy. They listen and we listen to them too, but they love it a whole lot more down south. Like mm-hmm. the culture it's like it's like in, it's like these little pocket cultures, and even then, I mean, I, I don't know, I, 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 will, I think the West Coast is a little behind on music. Really? Or maybe not the whole West Coast, but I think Arizona, Arizona in general, is behind on everything. Like that is not even a debate. We're behind on everything. Like, say I, I was in North Carolina actually this summer. Um. And I don't remember exactly what song it was, but this is just an example. But my teammate, because I went to, this is a long story, but basically I was supposed to go to school this semester, but things just um, happened. So I had, luckily I had the opportunity to go to Europe with the volleyball team this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was before I found out I couldn't go to school this semester, so I spent a couple weeks with them. And they knew songs that I didn't know at all. But that's like their anthem in North Carolina, and then I come back to Arizona a couple months later, and it's trending on the radio. I'm like, I literally heard this, and it was trending there months ago. Like, how are we just now finding out about this song? You know? It might be. I'm gonna guess were those songs either from the baby or like from artists who are from down south? Um. I don't even remember what song it was, but I also remember another time I was in Florida at MU's homecoming, and I had heard um, that song, like, um, that booty, that big booty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that song? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, Black Youngster, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I heard that song, it was like November, and then fast forward, all the way to like April when that song started booming in Arizona. Mm. So I don't even know where Black Youngster is from. Where's do you know where he's from? Uh, he's from uh, Tennessee. He's from Memphis. So that could be it. Maybe because he's a down south rapper, but I don't know. Arizona in general is just late on everything. <laughs> that makes sense. Because we don't though. have our own culture. I mean, I mean, you guys always had that country thunder thing upstate every once in a while. Uh-uh. Bro, bro, uh-uh. bro, don't hate. Go to go to it first. <laughs> that shit, it be slapping. Don't hate. Go to that. It be it be live. Absolutely not. Bro, I I I, I, I can't get with country music. I, I I man, don't knock it till you try. You got to try it out. Like it's it, it actually. I don't know. I would do. You gotta, I grew up with white people. I heard country music. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? You gotta, you gotta, you. <laughs> but, but you have to immerse yourself in the world. You gotta go to the country. You gotta wear the goddamn cowboy jeans and bring a horse. You have to, you have to immerse yourself in the world. Don't just you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see. If, you never know. You might go there and find. Go might go there and find you, a, find you a, a nice Jebediah out there. Yeah, you probably listen. Good. I plan on marrying. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> not even up for debate. <laughs> I mean, I'll be real. When I lived when I lived down south, I mean, I didn't. I think down south is cool for whoever likes it, but I um, I don't know. This, this I've been I've been actually going through a phase these last few months when I've kind of been wondering about my uh, my blackness, I guess, quote unquote. It's um, how to being a guy was just talking about this earlier today. Um. You know that whole debate between like a nerd versus uh the nerd versus the bully, like that. You know, like that old, like kind of like that nerd old. Versus the bully. Yeah, kind of like that old kind of classic, classic story, right? Uh huh. So me and this guy were talking earlier today, and he was saying like how growing up, he said when I was growing up, even if you were a nerd, you kind of had some power over the bully because when you got older, you get a college degree, you move out, whatever, whatnot, and. There, you do usually have more success from the person who's just broad-minded because they'll usually go work at the construction company after they don't make it in the professionals as football, or whatever, whatnot. He's like versus now, okay. and he was saying like versus now, like whether it's the people that we're electing in office, it feels like people have a preference for like 
I don't know. I don't. The point he was trying to make is now like he feels like in the battle between the nerds and the bullies, the bullies are winning now, and we're actually praising the bullies and not the not. You know what I mean? And I was telling him, but this is where I kind of point back to my uh, the blackness part of the conversation. I was saying. I always had a weird relationship with that because I was like, before I was 15 and 16, I was always a nerd in school. Like, I was just always a nerdy kid. And I was like, but then, like, when I got older, I got taller. When I got 16, everything. I got I got 6'1", I got taller. My voice got deeper. And so, like, I didn't actually get pushed into being a bully, but I kind of got, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I was like, I kind of got pushed naturally into that category of, like, when somebody sees me, just naturally, they're kind of like, some shit might happen. You know what I mean? And when you become... I don't know how to explain what I'm doing. I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> um, I'm following, but... I think... Not yet. When you... When you when, <laughs> I said when you're... Um, when you're... When you're... In, okay, when you grow up in the hood... Let me just put it like this. When you grow up in the, in the hood and you're a nerd, generally speaking, you kind of come from a victim perspective on things, right? Versus... I'm sorry? Okay, can you hear me now? <clears throat> hello? You're, you're, hello? 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 Jesus? Hello? You were kind of cutting up. You said hello. Okay. I was saying, like, when you grew up in the, um, when you grew up in the herd and you're a nerd, you kind of come from, like, the victim perspective on things a little bit because everybody's always fucking with you about being how you are, right? But for me, it was kind of weird because when I went through puberty, I kind of, like, like I said, I became. I'm not. I'm not intimidating, but I'm kind of a little bit intimidating. So, it went from that to you kind of when yeah, people. Yeah, maybe because you like. Yeah, you went from this to that, so you kind of like blew up on these niggas, and you were a threat. So that's why they you given off, or you gave off that impression. That's why you were one. That the the point I'm trying to make is when it comes to like identifying with blackness, it's kind of weird because when I was a kid, I always felt like I wasn't. I wasn't the stereotypical what you would think of when you think of a black man. But then when I got older, like when I like sixteen post sixteen years, next thing you know when people see you, now you're the immediate when people see you, now you're their immediate thought of like the I don't know how to explain like the worst thoughts that they could think about you about a black man they think of when they see you, like, oh he might rob me or he might do mm-hmm. something to me. The stereotypical black man. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. So it was like this we it was like this weird moment where I went from being like, damn, everybody hates me to like, damn, okay, now everybody's scared of me. Like, it's not saying everybody's scared of me. I'm not like mm-hmm. that. I'm not like Debo out here. I'm actually, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I actually met Debo. I actually met Debo from Friday in uh, in Arizona. Funny story. Matter. Of, really? Swear That's to God, when I was out there, I'm actually met a lot of people. Because I, I used to work at the clubs out there. I met Debo. I met YG. I met Miguel. I met Mario Lopez. Uh, it's not YG before. Oh, yes. That was the best night of my life. <laughs> you, you probably don't remember this. He came <laughs> He came to Arizona a long time ago. This was before I even came out there. And he got into it like, with these people on stage and was like throwing drinks at him. Do you remember that? I probably was too young, honestly. Like This was like um, seven years ago? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> my yeah. siblings probably know. And that's that's when he that's when he was that's when he was still on this bullshit. But yeah, but I uh, I guess I kind of I, I guess I brought that whole long uh, confusing conversation up because I was like <laughs> I'm at the point now where I've kind of been wondering like what is my blackness or how do I sit in my blackness or how do I you know what I mean like like what makes me I understand because like growing up in Phoenix like every everywhere every guy I talk to always like tells me I'm super proper or that I talk like a white girl or even like just just it's like I don't know how to explain it like I really don't know where like I don't know where I'm going with this but it's just like you said you don't know what you fit in with your blackness because it's different everywhere I go like I don't know it's, as soon as I talk were like oh she ain't something like oh she's a white girl like, you know like it's just like you don't even know me though like yeah you're just going off you're just going off how i present myself me and me and one of my I'm co sorry. i said you're just going off of how i just how i present myself which is kind of weird because it's like yeah like this is like they tell you oh you speak proper and it's like 
nigga, yes, I speak English the way it's supposed to be spoken. Right, should, right, should you right. should 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 I speak it? Talk? Yeah, like should I speak it some other way? But me and me and my guy, me and my guy, we were just debating about this yesterday because he listened to my podcast and he was like, "Man, the thing I don't like about you is like you speak so like properly. You speak in full sentences. He's like, you know, like." He's like, how you so you can't speak about nigga shit and speak like so like a like white. And I'm like, no, I speak like that because that's how I am. Like, I that's how I choose to speak. Mm-hmm. And he was like, would you want? He said, well, would you want to be remembered as somebody like DJ Ghost or like Bernie Mac who kept it real with the nigga talk, or as a nigga who just talked like a news anchor? I was like, nigga, I'm gonna speak like a news anchor. I'm gonna speak like a news anchor. That's just how I speak. That's just how I am. But you know, it's yeah. I just think that's. I don't know. How, like, I don't know. I can't give you an answer. That's how it was raised. Like, I don't, like, that's just how I grew up talking. <laughs> like, there's really no, like, that's the fine way that I talk. And it's not, like, it's worse. You know? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Well, I am, that's just the way you are. Yeah, it's not worse, but it's just, uh, it's, I don't know, it's a weird thing. I guess it's one, I guess, like I said, questions like that are the things I think about when I question, like, about my blackness a little bit. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, sure. When I moved down south, when I moved down south, I, I went I went through a little I went through a little phase where I tried to like talk like them and try to act a little bit. I try to low key act a little bit thuggish, but you know, at, at the end of the day, I, <laughs> I, 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 it just it just I, I learned immediately. You gotta get in where you fit in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it it just wasn't. It was it was just so I was so lost. I was so lost, but I. It's, no, I understand, but I think that's a good time to really find yourself. College, like I, I'm still so young, like you know, but I mean, I think I do. I've experienced a lot in this lifetime to give my opinion with me going to school and with me going moving to the south. Going to HBCU, I will find the answers. What? What? Uh, growing up. Did you like being huh, being black where you're from? Is there is there a large population of black people growing up in neighborhoods in Phoenix? Or because most be I'll be honest with you, most black people that I met in Phoenix weren't even black; they were Ethiopian. Um, I will say that my school was one of the most diverse schools hmm. um, that we, that was in our district because. Uh, my school was open enrollment, so we had um, students coming from Maricopa, which is about I know Maricopa's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also had students coming from South Phoenix, and that's where you will get the majority of black people. Um, and that's just the craziest, sorry, off topic, but that is the craziest thing to me. I grew up in South Phoenix, and... People still, like, call me white girl. I'm like, I literally grew up on the south side of Phoenix. That is where you find all the black people in Phoenix. That is, even Arizona has no hood or, like, ghetto or whatever you want to call it. That is what you would consider art. I, I, I hate But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know why when black people, all of our, why are all our neighborhoods always in the south side of the city? I don't know what the fuck is up What'd with you that. Say? I don't know why all our neighborhoods are always in the south side of the city. I don't know what's up with that. Like, yeah, I don't know. You go to Chicago, it's the south side. You go to uh, L.A., South Central. You go to where I, you go to Sacramento, it's South yep. Sacra- South Sac South uh, South Sac yep. Iraq. I don't know what the hell is up with that. Like, somebody. I don't know, but also in Phoenix, it's in the west side too. So I really don't know. Hmm. But um oh okay, my school being open enrollment, you get students from the south side to quit because they don't want to go to school over there. So they get hop on the bus and they go over the mountain and they come to Aotuki and Aotuki is in the widest neighborhood you can ever imagine. You <laughs> see people walking their dogs at eleven o'clock at night riding bikes like you just see white people shit and but my school is open enrollment we had our first female black principal last year oh, wow. um just 
Yeah, so my I was lucky enough to go to school like that. But um, here's another thing. One of the, our schools, our, basically our rival school, Desert Vista, they mm-hmm. um, are down the street from us. It's literally all, like, basically majority white school. But there are black kids that go there for mainly the sports. They had a couple of years ago, I don't know, it went viral on the internet. They had five girls and they spelled out um, niggers. And how, did you see that? I think it sounds familiar. Like the you cheerleading probably team. Thought, like, they, they, they spelled out nigger on their shirt. Um, there was five white girls. They did it for a senior picture. Um, it went viral. And I, the irony of that day, I was um, on a school field trip with my only female black teacher. And I was in BSU, Black Student Union, and we went on a field trip that day to ASU to go watch um, a, a play, like, of, like, our history. So, it was just the irony of it all, like, you have Mount Point, and then you have Desert Vista, racist, and then the black kids. That is so weird. That is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all down the street from each other. Like, I now live in the area of Desert Vista because I've moved. Mm-hmm. But um, Desert Vista, yeah. They And they just fired their um, basketball coach. He's black. Um, he was coaching there for about 15 years. Um, they got a video, I guess, him putting his hands on one of his basketball players. But in another video, you see the other rival coach he literally chokes his player and so it's just like the audacity and when i tell you everybody loves this man he's a he's a black coach he's well known in the area um even out of state like he's very well known good reputation all that and got fired because he's at an all-white school and they don't care yeah so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you, I will say, when you go out there, there's some people out there who still have that old, that old racist mentality. With those kids yeah. who spelled sure, out, it with the girls who spelled out niggers, that's that's weird to me because I can't even understand why why somebody would grow up and be. I don't know. I'm wondering where they really do they really just hate black people or they just were making some sick sick joke. That's why I don't. I don't, because it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to believe people. It's hard for me to see anybody born after 1995 who would want who just hates black people. Like, like unless your mom and dad were just yeah. Co- I just like we're in a completely different time. Like, like I. I just don't. I don't get it. I will never get it. I. I never will look at somebody and not like them because of their skin color. I. I was not I, even white people. I don't have that much hatred in my heart. Like I just don't. I, I, I was just telling somebody about this. When I was growing up, when I was seven or eight, I lived in a very, very small city called Vallejo. With that being said, our city was, that city was very diverse. Like, it was 25% Filipino, 30% black, and I think 40% Mexican, other, and, other, and everything was just whatever else, and maybe some whites. So, with that being said, when you come to California, and I don't know how many times you've been here, our cultures kind of mesh a lot. Say it again? Plenty of time. Okay. So when you come here, our cultures kind of mesh together a lot because, you know, we all grow up next yeah. to each other. So you'll see a lot of Asians talking black. You'll see a, me- a lot of Mexicans who kind of talk with the black sense. You'll see a lot of whites who kind of talk with black sense. Yep. And I was telling them, like, how we were talking about just racism in America. And I was telling them, like, I remember when I was seven, eight, nine years old, there was a phase in elementary school where we would just go to school and fight Mexicans. And I said not, nah, and I can say I can tell you not once that I ever remember doing it and ever thinking like I hate beaners, I hate Mexicans. It just was what we were doing. I don't, I never even remember thinking like yeah. I, I never even remember thinking like I mean I mean I never even remember think I can't even tell you why it happened. We just we, we would just fight. Now granted, right? Granted, eleven and twelve and thirteen years old, you know, we all start getting we all start dating each other and shit like that. I get a Mexican girlfriend, they get black boyfriends. This you kind of the world kind of kind of spins and we kind of be cool with each other. But I was telling him, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, when I was going through that, I wonder, 
I don't know. Like I, I can't. I it's hard. I, I can't. I never remember hating some hating them because they're Mexican. I just I, I really wish when I think about it in retrospect. That, that just never crossed my mind. Like, yeah. I just don't think like that. Not once. Not once did I ever say, "Well, go the fuck back to Mexico." Yeah. I remember. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did, I did one tell. I know. I did tell this one, but I did tell this. I did. Tell, I did tell this one, but I was like, "Well, nigga, go get your madre then. Bring her then." Just, <laughs> I, I, her, I did tell this one boy that one time. That shit was funny. <laughs> but besides that, but, but besides that, I never. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's 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 a. Uh, I don't know. I. I, that's all I can keep saying. When it comes to racism, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to make reason out of it. You know, I just don't. I will say I, exactly. I don't get it. Uh, I, I'll never get it. <laughs> uh, I. I mean, I will say when I was in Arizona, like I said, when I was out there, my experience was totally different because I I stayed in the international dorms, and at the time they had they had this program called Science Without Borders, and they send a lot of Brazilian students out there. And that's how I learned Portuguese, and then we would hang with the Colombian kids, the Mexican kids out there, and that's how I learned Spanish. But when I was out there, it was like a, it was like the total opposite of me. It was like just this cultural awakening. Like we were, you were going everywhere. We was going to Tempe Mills, like in groups of fifteen. We used to go to the, they do this thing at ASU called the Undie Run. We did that. I went. We had. I went. It was. It was. It was. It was just. Um, I don't know, but it's kind of funny. Like I'm trying, to, I'm I'm still thinking, dreaming about Arizona, and you're kind of like, I need to get the fuck up out of here. Like it's, it's kind of like a weird dynamic. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I need to get the fuck ASAP. Like I am counting down the days. So, since we since, since we've kind of kind of since we kind of uh, wax poetic more or less about our our lives and our issues with racial identity, I wanted to try to get into kind of some like the current topics that are kind of going on today. Like the kind of cultural topics that everybody's talking about. Hello, you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. I just didn't know if you're like. Okay. Yeah. It's hard because there's this lag on the. There's this lag when I keep speaking on the phone. But um. So, how do you? Did you? Did you listen to Juice World? Um, I didn't actually at all. I know I, I had really I had good friends that like it's hard for him like they, they went to all like the little um, I'm not into like I only don't even know his genre of music like, <laughs> I didn't get into him at all like I'm not the person to debate him at all but if you have another question based off how like he passed actually th- well actually that that I was gonna ask about. It was gonna lead into like the drug conversation, hip hop, because I've seen a lot of people talk about that about mm-hmm. how you know, a lot of people bring up that reference of like how um, Future raps and so much about drinking lean and being all perkies and mollies and Percocets, uh-huh. but he said he doesn't even really do this shit himself. How do you feel about mm-hmm. Future? Future, okay, okay. you don't listen to Future? I'm not knocking you if you don't listen. Oh to yeah, people. no, I do. I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I was gonna ask, how do you? I said, how do you? I was gonna say, do you feel in hip hop we do have a problem with that, like influencing youth to do drugs or pop mollies, or is that something that you saw growing up? In the area that I grew up in, yeah. Um, no, actually, not at all. The only thing I saw really growing up was just weed, really. We might, we might, we might need to bring that back in other areas where people just do weed. Because <laughs> I will say, like where I'm at, these kids, yeah, yeah, really though. Because where I'm at, these kids, they do everything: heroin, pills, Molly, Percocets. They do everything, and I've never like literally not to cut you off, but now that I've I'm like older and stuff going to parties it's so and my like not my immediate friends but like you know my acquaintances it's just now it's like oh you want to bump like you put you push it under your nose I'm like um no this is normal to y'all like I you got a blunt that'll work but no I don't do cocaine like (laughs) and it's just so like 
it's normal now. I used to be shook when I heard about like COVID, but now it's our lives, our real lives. You know, it's it's different for sure. Dude, the very first time I ever somebody saw, I ever seen somebody snort cocaine, I was in Arizona. The very first time I ever saw somebody. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That shit shocked the fuck out of me. I was at work that same nightclub I just told you about. I hope the manager doesn't get mad at me for putting his business out in the street. And I went in the back, and he was with this other guy, one of the bartenders. And he said, "Hey, man, you want to do a line?" I said, "Oh, fuck yeah! Let me go get, let me go get my bag." And he came back in there, and he put, the, he put, he put two white lines on the table. They started, they started, they hit it and started singing like. They started singing like some old school black. I think it was uh that one song by Rick James in the ghetto. Like, when I was a young boy. Going up in the ghetto. Where's the fucking blue? <laughs> Bro, it was it it was it was so it was just it was just it was just something I I wasn't used to. I wasn't because huh? I don't I don't and and when I say this I don't judge anybody. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke weed. I don't I don't judge anybody who does it. It's just it's never been for me. Like I'm just not that guy. But. Yeah, it really. Def- I don't judge either, but it definitely, it definitely surprises me to see anything besides weed. I mean, I, I mean, I can't. It don't knock me because in all of our eras, there's always going to be a drug of choice that everybody's doing. Like, yep. Mhm. In the '80s, it was in the '80s, it was quaaludes or battery acid, whatever the hell they was doing back then. I think in the '90s, it was crack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't know, like. Back before you had the quote unquote crackheads or people who was high, like addicted to it, that used to be a drug of choice that people used to do. But then they figured out, oh shit, this this shit really fucks you up. And so then there's like the negative connotation right. came about it. I just think our generation would be smarter. Like, I don't, I really think that our generation would be the one to, nope. to make a difference. Nope, we gonna make the same. Stu- we gonna make th- we making the same. We gonna make the same stupid mistakes as everybody else did. It's. I talked to my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad's fifty years old. My dad's fifty years old, and, and it'll be so. It will just be like right on brand with some dumb shit I'm doing right now. It's like, oh well, damn. Hey, damn it. I'm no better than my dad is. Like, it's we always. It's it's it's, 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 it's like a pattern. Like when you when you're young, you can make a lot of fuck ups. You gonna talk to a lot of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a lot of wrong investments. You're going to make a lot of friends. You're going to have friends with people. It's like how when you talk to your mom and your dad, and they tell you they know. Like, you ever bring a friend to your mom and dad's house, and they tell you that they don't like that friend. They tell you that friend ain't shit, and you're like, you don't know her, mom. Ashley, no, Ashley's solid. Ashley got my black. Ashley got my back. back. She's a solid friend. And then next thing you know, Ashley then did yep, some shit. there. Mm-hmm. Because they know. Because they, they mama probably, they, they, your grandma probably told her ass the same shit, and she didn't listen. It happens. Yeah, no, I've been there for sure. Yeah. And my mama was right. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just learn. Yeah. Th- that's why I think that's one thing I did like about my mom and well my uh my biological father, he um he just now started coming in my life. He actually was in jail for fifteen years, but I like the fact okay, that he, he yeah, he's yeah, he's cool. He's doing good. He's he's doing he's uh he's doing good now. You know, he got a he got a nice little spot, he got a he got two houses. He's doing good financially mm-hmm. now. But, Bro. but I like the fact that when we have conversations, he's not game. Go- we call it game goofy. He's not goofy about anything. Like he knows what's going on in the culture. Like he knows what's really happening. He's not just like looking at everything with like I'm not explaining. Like he's not looking at everything with like like with like the same music that we're talking about. He knows about the same drugs that's, that's popping okay. right now. He knows about what's going on in the streets and shit like that. Like to this day. Right. To this day, he'll be talking to me and like a dude will text him and send some shit like, like, hey, yo, hey, my dad's name is my dad's name is the same name as like, hey, yo, Joe, I got an AK-47 for sale for 600. I know you need it. And it, my dad will be like, oh, no, nah, man, I'm chill. And he'll get back to talking to me about like college or some shit. And he's like, yeah, so that's what I'm telling you, son. You need to go back to school. I'm like, hey, we're not. What the fuck just happened? Like, we're not, we're not just going to skip over that. <laughs> but. Right. But, but it's, it's, you know, it's. I'm <laughs> weak. It's just it, I'm AK forty seven though. Yeah, we ain't not facts. That actually was a real story. <laughs> but, but but I never asked you. How do your mom and dad feel about you uh, going to uh, school? 
Oh, I am the last of six. Oh. No, so they're ready for me. <laughs> they was like, oh, yeah. We there's ready. more of me. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there's like. Yeah, <laughs> no, I. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm listening. I, yeah, I'm the last of six, so they're they're excited for me. Or my mom is excited for me. My dad passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, this is, like, my sister actually just graduated from uh, North Carolina NT. And so okay. I'm the last to go to college. Okay, um, yeah. Five of us have already graduated. Yup. So, two of us, one's in college right now, and then me. And then we're all done and grown. I love, I love, I love hearing stories like that, man. Like seriously, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I that warms my heart. Yeah, there's a lot of. I will, I will, I will say my that. My mom did that. Your mom, yeah, my your mom handled her. Your mom handled her job. She did good. She did good. Tell mom, she nearby. Tell mom, yep. I said she did a good job. She did, she did good. <laughs> I, I, it, it's, 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 it's funny because when I when I was looking for colleges to go to, I actually looked at North Carolina A&T because they used to have this website called mm-hmm. collegeprowler.com and it said that like NC, right. NCANT I think had the hottest girl had like the number nine hottest girls in the country I was like oh shit I need, that's where I need to be at but I but you know I ended up just, <laughs> I, I, I ended up just doing ASU because I was like ASU would take me at the time and yeah right so ASU is a great school like absolutely great school but, and like I said, if I didn't live, if I lived in the South, I think Arizona would be a great place to move to. Like, the weather is great. It's inexpensive to live. Um, it's very convenient, especially if you haven't been on the West Coast. You can experience that. Uh, Las Vegas is a four-hour drive. L.A. is six hours. Um, you can go to Mexico, four-hour drive. Like it's, it's very convenient, but definitely time for a change. For being in the middle of nowhere is pretty chill, but I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I mean, for being, it's, it's kind of, I, I consider it in the middle of nowhere. I consider it. Uh-huh. Bro, when I first, the very first time I went to Arizona, when I, when I drove, I just remember but just. But Arizona has changed a lot. You've been here. In, in, in two years. Oh, damn. Four years. Yeah, four years. Yeah, four yep, years. Yeah, it's changed so much. We just got a new freeway, actually. That's how you know. So many people. That's how you know it's in the middle of nowhere. When somebody tells you some shit like that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, Arizona. We just got a new freeway. We just got a new freeway. Let me break it down. So, Arizona is on... Um, I hope I'm using the correct term, Native American land. And so they have been fighting for years to, for them to give up. The, oh, I'm sorry. The reservation, not the Native American land. The reservation. So, we've been making a lot of progress. We just put a stop sign over there off of, off of Camelback Road. It looks amazing, bro. We 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 making progress for oh the city, man. Progress God. for the city, man. Like we we're doing we're doing it, man. Like it's, you know what I'm trying to say, though. It's expanding. We're we're we're, 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 we're doing it, man. We, we, we put a stop sign up. We put a uh, we put a we got we got two crosswalks, <laughs> and we got a we got a we got a thirteenth raising canes too, bro. Progress, bro. Progress. Oh. Got progress, bro. It's real. Hey, I see. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I'm not knocking it because, like I said, I loved it. I loved it out there. I, I loved Arizona, and I loved it. But whatever. I thought I, I loved it. I thought I thought it was a dope. City. I I still think to this day. <clears throat> I I still think it's the. Uh, I still think it's a, it's a dope place to live at. You know, I just that just was funny. This the freeway. I had never heard somebody tell me that before. Like, <laughs> you know, we got a new. Nigga, you know, I, know, we, I just I proved your point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just that just helped. But. I think we got a good hour into the podcast, and I don't want to keep I don't want to keep uh, uh, keep you on here to the point where you get bored. So, thank you for coming on to the people who are listening to this episode right now. Thank we're, you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure. We need we need more people who have dope voices. I you I will say this from this conversation I had with you. I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast. I'm not going to just say this and then the next episode be like she wasn't shit. You actually do have a good. I I can see some talent in journalism with you. Honestly, you have a good Thank way of getting so your. Thank you so much. That means a lot. 
You have a good way of getting your points across. You got a good voice. You're pleasant. You can keep up with the conversation, even even with the fact that this audio quality right now is terrible, and I apologize for that. It, you doing you do it. No you're worries. good. I can see. I will say this though, and I was gonna talk about. Well, I'll just say it now. You ever thought about starting your own podcast or starting like your videos thing? I'm sorry. You ever thought you ever thought about doing that, like starting your own podcast? Um, a lot of people want me to get into YouTube, but you know that's different. I've never thought about doing a podcast out of all the things, actually. I mean, you can start a you can start a YouTube too. I mean, like I said, that's what I do. This podcast, for those who want mm-hmm. to listen to this episode, is going to be on Spotify. I'm gonna put it up and try to put it on you, uh, edit to put it on YouTube as well. I mean, you could do it. Okay. And then to, then on top of then I on, definitely think I'm gonna this matter of fact, it's been I've been promising people that I will do it. You know, what, you know what you could do. I'm gonna do it. You know what you could do. What? When I get done editing, let me just let me just end this episode first of all. Thank you for listening to the episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast, the Greatest Voice Podcast. Where can they, where can they find you at? Um, you can find me at, on Instagram at QueenNaf with two N's, A F underscore on um, Instagram, and then my Twitter handle is Nafia N A F I A two A's underscore seven. Okay, there you go. So much love and peace and chicken grease to the audience who's listening to me right now. This will be the end of the episode of the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow. We're supposed to have the country boys on there tomorrow. I, but they're country. They're, don't laugh at their name. They're like this reaction reaction uh, team on YouTube. But much love, peace and chicken grease. Thank you for the podcast.